This week on the Trend Out Loud podcast. Suppose you get dependent on it. Suppose your dick likes it and is like, yo, I keep wanting more of that. And now you can't get an erection until you take Viagra. What up? It's your boy, Trend Out Loud, and I'm back with another episode. Let's go. Um, all right. What are we talking about here today? All right. Um, yo, the Breakfast Club just released a clip of Jada Pinkett Smith on The Breakfast Club. I was wondering why during her promo run, she wasn't on The Breakfast Club, but they kind of just leaked um, a little bit. I'll let you know about what's going on with Will, but they just leaked a little bit of their interview, meaning the interview's in the bag and it's going to be coming coming out soon. Um, I'm really excited to see her on a platform like The Breakfast Club. She did touch some black media outlets during her promo run, promo run, but I've never seen her really get interviewed by like a, a hip hop, a street um, media outlet. So I'm really excited to see uh, the questions that Charlemagne has for Jada. Um, anyways, let me tell you uh, about the clip they put out and what they're addressing. So Will Smith, Will Smith's ex, ex-friend, uh, all the details are not out right now, so bear with me, but one of Will Smith's ex-friend tried to extort him and Will was like, no, I'm not paying you whatever he wanted. So now he came out. He went on um, Tasha Kay's. This is Will Smith's friend. Sorry, I know it's a little complicated. Will Smith's friend, ex-friend, went on Tasha Kay's podcast and said that Will was a flaming homosexual. He is this. He is that. And one time he was in on a set and he was in charge of managing, um, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin and Will Smith, he was looking around. He couldn't find Dwayne or Will. He went into Dwayne's dressing room, and when he walked in, he saw Dwayne having sex very aggressively, you know, behind, really aggressively with Will Smith. I'm going to play a clip. Here you go. So, all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch and um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder, like murder. It was murder in there. So when I first heard this like two days ago, I didn't even want to report on it because I was like, this is obviously trash news. And I'm like, yo, no one is going to really pick this story up. I mean, you have so many people out here that are hungry to get attention or to get money or whatever, extort celebrities like. So somebody like Tasha K is not a reputable source. It's not like it's not official, but nowadays you could just go on anyone's podcast and say anything. It never normally really gets picked up, but I don't know why this story got picked up. Anyways, TMZ posted it. Now Jada's talking about it. And obviously Will Smith came out. He didn't come out personally, but he had his PR agent come out and say, no, he never had sex with um, Dwayne Martin. And now Jada is talking about it. So, this is a whole nother thing with the Smiths. I know everybody's tired of hearing about Jada and Will, but now this is a story about Will and about Will being gay. There's been rumors forever that Will Smith um, has been gay and you know has whatever. I'm not even really going to get into it, but there's been rumors forever. But now you know we finally have somebody who's actually coming out and saying, "Yo, I actually seen it with my own two eyes." And uh, I mean, you just heard the clip; like this guy was like going in. Um, who am I to say I believe it or not? Like, who knows? But like, 
who cares <laughs> really like I guess the only thing that's shocking about it is to hear that like yo Will's a bottom and he was getting murdered like that's the crazy part about it that is what I find a little bit shocking if I had to guess I would guess Dwayne would be on the bottom and it would be Will doing the pounding but yo who knows man you know maybe Will wants to be dominated who knows but at the end of the day who cares, really? You know what I mean? Like, yo, we have so much ish going on right now with transgenders and and pronouns and non-binary. And um, who was it? Um, uh, Wayne Brady came out, said that he's pansexual. Like, if Will Smith is gay or bisexual, who cares? I wouldn't be surprised. But anyways, um, I'm really more shocked. The thing I am more shocked about is that the, the bigger news outlets picked up this I don't even know what you call it. What do you salation? I don't know what the word is, but it's like, it's not, it's nothing proven. It's, I could go and say, well, shoot, I saw Will Smith in Montreal and he was, you know, pounding some guy or he was getting pounded by some guy. Like, where's the evidence? Where's the, where's the, where's the pictures? Where's the proof? Where's the text message? Like, where are your receipts, sir? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is clearly BS, but I'm very surprised that the bigger news outlets picked it up, but. Everybody wants headlines. Everyone wants clicks. Look here. I'm talking about it. But at least I feel like I was a little bit more responsible. I mean, I'm just a small podcast, but I didn't even want to report on it. But now if it's in the it's in the mainstream media, yo, it's, you know, I guess it's fair gaming. You got to talk about it. But anyways, that's what that's the latest in the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith um, saga. The the last thing is that I also heard Jada saying that her and Will are writing a book together on marriage. So who knows? Like, anyways, it's just I know people are tired of it, but obviously people keep talking about it. People keep clicking, and people are still interested. So you're tired, but you love to hear about it, and you like to complain about it. So maybe Will and Jada are onto something. Maybe they're at their house laughing about this and like raking in the money like uh, who knows man kim kardashian uh is on the cover of gq men of the year gq has nominated man of the year to kim kardashian and people are in uproar people are like yeah there's there there's no manly enough men to vote for man of the year there's too many sims so this whatever blah blah like i hate to say that they're doing this just for attention because everybody does things for attention. I do things for attention. I do things for clicks. You you want to have, you know, if you have a magazine, you want people to talk about your magazine. You have a podcast, you want people to talk about your podcast. It's what we do. But I'm sorry when it's so obvious, I have to call it out. Like GQ clearly did this so that we could talk about it. Clearly did this so that it can make headlines. Like you're calling somebody man of the year. It's not like she had a sex change or like, um, uh, Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. She was uh, Woman of the Year. I think it was on Vogue. Or I can't remember the magazine, but that was a little bit of an upper. So it's just like, you know, you could tell what GQ is doing, but obviously, you know, in the, everybody in the media and, and the entertainment industry does that. But I mean, do I have a, a problem with it? I mean, look, <laughs> I think there's a lot of men in this world that are doing. I think there I think there's enough men in this world that are doing something positive enough that you could find a man to call man of the year. Um and by the way, let me tell you they they gave Kim Kardashian man of the year because 
She's expanded her Skims line to now for men, and um, and she's the official sponsor of the NBA. So that's the the correlation on why she's Man of the Year because she's branching out and Skims is a billion dollar company. And yo, shout out to her for doing that. You know, and and now that I think about it out loud, it kind of maybe seems to me like kind of some promo. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, GQ, we're trying to get into the you know in the men's world. We just did this. Hey, here's you know, can you do this for me? And I'll do this for you. You know what I mean? Like that's how it works. So that's probably what it was. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I think something as coveted of 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 man of the year. Um, I think we have enough men in this world that are doing enough good things that 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 spot should go to a man. But hey, I don't think it's really a big deal. Chad Ochocinco, my guy. Yo, I love um, Shannon Sharp and Ocho's podcast. For those of you who don't know, um, they have a podcast called Nightcap. Um, Shannon Sharp has Club Shay Shay. And of course, Shannon Sharp is on First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Shannon Sharp is making moves in the media, streaming, podcast industry, and I'm all for it. Uh, his takes on First Take are always good. Club Shay Shay, his interviews are always amazing. And now Nightcap with Chad Ochocinco, like, yo, Shannon's doing it big. And, um, yo, just sidebar for one second. Do you guys notice how many celebrities are doing podcasts and YouTube shows, et cetera, et cetera? Like, for example, yo, Stephen A. Smith makes $20 million a year on first take as an analyst, a sport analyst. And now he has his own show on YouTube, the Stephen A. Smith show. Um, so that's just showing you how powerful i mean we all know how powerful online is but that's just showing you really where the future of media is and it's not anymore trying to be a talent on a show and it's really just having your own show your own avenue on youtube or on a platform um and streaming it out that's the money that's where the future is and i got my own show so shout out to me for 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 being ahead of the curve so if if Stephen a smith is trying to do what i'm doing then yo Shout out to the Trend Out Loud podcast. Um, anyway, so let me get back on track now. Um, wow, I just really took a minute out to toot my own horn. That's a little uh, arrogant of me. But yo, if, if you don't love you, who's going to love you? Shout out to me, all right? Um, yeah, so um, Chad, uh, so Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp were on their podcast, and somebody asked, was it true that Chad... Um, that, that Chad Ostrosinko, uh, used to take half a Viagra pill. Sorry. They asked him if he took a Viagra pill while he was playing football. Um, and he came out and he was like, yes, I did. I took half a pill and a Red Bull. And he's like, obviously not for sexual reasons. Cause he's on the field. He's playing football, but he took it because Viagra, we all know, increases your blood flow. That's what gives you an erection. And, um, he said he took half a pill, missed it with Red Bull, and it was a, it was a, as like an enhancing drug. Ocho, is it really true you took Viagra during games? Yeah, half a pill. Why you try to be out on the field with wood like that? You understand what the pill does. Get one up under your tongue, about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, listen to me. It's an enhancement with the increasing blood flow. But if you take a half a pill before a game with a little bit of Red Bull, it turns into a performance enhancer. So you got a boost with that energy drink and the blood flowing. Bingo! 
Mm. And I'm out there going crazy. I'm out there going crazy on the half of Viagra. This is one of the reasons why I feel I'm one of the best ever. <laughs> they asked me, Ocho, do you still take Viagra? Oh, I don't need it no more because I'm not playing football no more. I can neither confirm nor deny. Nah, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about you right now. Oh, you take it? I might have dabbled once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying, Ocho? We family, huh? And the people that's watching, I can see you family, so I'm going to give it to you raw. I oh, no, don't do I, that. Ooh, raw for real. That's crazy. Um, but it's actually pretty smart when you think about it, right? Like athletes and the more increasing your blood flow, the more adrenaline you have, the more, you know, um, protected your muscles are. So who knows? Maybe this is a new thing and we have a new, um, you have a new, uh, but it's like a new sword I'm looking for. You got a new purpose for Viagra and it's not just for sexual reasons. So anyways, shout out to Chad Ochocinco for, um, for putting us on to game, yo. I'm still not going to try it, FYI. Um, I don't know. It's always just scared me. I think, listen, I, to, uh, if, when there's when there comes a time you know, when I need to use Viagra in my older years, I will at that point. But I feel like some guys, I know some guys that kind of play around like, yo, let me take half a pill now or whatever, just to see how it is, even if they don't have a problem. Yo, I am afraid of pills. Yo, when I have a headache, I don't even like taking Tylenol. Like you got, I got to really be in a bad space or after an operation, if you have whatever painkillers or whatever, even then I don't like taking pills. So to take around, to take a pill, nah, man, that, that scares me. Performance enhancement, sexual wise or whatever. And then I'm afraid that suppose you get dependent on it. Suppose your dick likes it. And it's like, yo, I keep wanting more of that. And now you can't get an erection until you take Viagra. No, that is, I do not play with that at all. I, I'm not playing around with that. When when I'm at the age where my ish ain't working anymore, then I will use it sexually or uh, performance enhancing. But anyways, shout out to Chad. He, he did this thing. Keep using your shit, bro. Tupac Shakur. Um has the potential to win his first Grammy, which is crazy because Tupac is Tupac. Um, and this is his first nomination. It's not for music, um, but it's for um, a docuseries. I'm not too sure how a docuseries gets nominated for a Grammy, but maybe there's sort of, sort of like the soundtrack to a docuseries now gets put into the class. Now there's probably a classification in the Grammys for musical and the docuseries. Um, and the docuseries is um, Dear Mama. It's um, on Hulu. It's supposed to be a really um, dope um, docuseries. I might try to check it out this weekend. But I thought that was really cool that Tupac Shakur, even in death, this guy is still getting awards and he might get his first Grammy. So I really hope that the Academy, just by default, like, yo, he's Tupac Shakur. He should be Grammy award winning artist Tupac Shakur. That would be dope. So I, I, I hope he wins. Staying with music, <clears throat> Andre 3000. I talked about this yesterday. Andre 3000 is, um, is, is putting out, um, a, um, uh, an instrumental album. Um, on the cover of the album, he just wants to make sure that people know that this is not a rap album. So like there's a warning that's like, there is no bars. Like I am not rapping. Um, but I heard a quick little, um, snippet somewhere where he explained and he, he wanted to do a rap album, and he said that this is the only thing that came out of him. He went into the studio, and then he was trying. And it's not that he can't rap anymore, but just his artistic expression came to 
a flute, an instrument, and then it just came into this. And it's now an instrumental of him kind of like playing instruments. And he said that he wasn't even, he didn't even know about chords and notes and stuff and, 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 and that and melodies. And he just learned it along the way. So I thought that was cool that he's at a place in his life where he's not trying to be on the radio. He's not trying to have a, a you know, a number one song. He's not trying to, he's just being an artist and whatever his artistic expression is, he's following that. And I just thought that was really, I don't know. I just thought it was really insightful. Like I just feel like most of us don't necessarily follow what our heart is telling us. And we follow more what our mind is telling us and what our pocketbooks are, 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 are telling us. And obviously he has the ability to do that because he's rich and famous and, and successful already. But hopefully, you know, it inspires people out there, especially people who are um, artistic um, to just follow your passion and follow what, what your heart is telling you. And sometimes the reward for following your passion could be greater than following what, you know, your mind is telling you to try to get, you know, some riches. So anyways, I just thought that was um, insightful. Yo, let's get into some sports news. Yo, Draymond Green is crazy. I fully love him. Yesterday, the Warriors were playing the Timberwolves, and I don't know the whole details. I think I had to do something with Clay Thompson, and somebody fouled him. Anyways, Draymond Green was on the other side of the court, saw the scuffle. It was a little pushing, shoving, or whatever. Draymond, Dream, Draymond Green ran over um, and put Rudy Gobert. Y'all know I'm really bad with names. I think it's Gobert. Rudy Gobert in a chokehold and literally like dragged him across the court. Like, you know, Draymond Green is the best teammate in the world. You, it's he's like the the bruiser when you know there's like a bruiser in, in hockey. This is who Draymond Green is, man. He is the bodyguard. He is the enforcer. Oh, that's what they call him, I think, in hockey, the, the enforcer. Yo, Draymond Green does not play. This is the second time that Draymond Green has been ejected from a, in a game um, in a week. Um, but I'm all here for it, man. I love Draymond. I love the passion. I love how crazy he is. Um, and now come to thinking about it, maybe Jordan Poole might not think that he's the best teammate, but <laughs> I digress. Um, but yo, this dude is passionate. He doesn't give a F. He does, he does his own thing, man. Like I know a lot of people get upset. They think he's dirty. He's this or whatever, but yo, I mean, the one dirty thing he did is when he, I can't remember on what game when he kicked that guy in the balls, but anyways, he could be a little bit of a pain in the ass, but yo, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Draymond, do your thing. Protect your teammates. I like it. And lastly, Yo, what is going on with the Clippers, man? Since they drafted Harden, they're officially 0-6. They have lost six games in a row um, since they got James Harden. It's mind-boggling to me that you have Russell Westbrook, Russell, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, and you guys can't win one game, man? It's crazy, man. Ty Lu is your head coach. Like, I understand you need time to get things together, but yo, they are looking horrible out here. And this is like such a bad look for James, man. Um, I was watching first take the other day and I forgot how many teams that James Harden has jumped around and been on. 
in the past three years, like from Philly to Brooklyn to Houston to like, it's four teams in like four years. Like it's crazy. And yo, man, like I said, I've never been the biggest Harden fan, but I mean, the guy is super talented, you know, like Stephen A. Smith calls him box office. Like these guys are box office, but yo, this, if, if they don't pull their ish together, yo, I don't think James Harden is going to be in the NBA anymore. Like this guy is, is, is messing ish up out there and i like Kawhi leonard i like the clippers as you guys know i am team anything but the lakers i need amazing teams in the west coast i mean i don't think um la is going to um make it very far into playoffs anyways but yo if i, if I want the clippers to beat them i just anything but the Lakers, like how Stephen A. Smith doesn't like the Cowboys. I am anti Lakers. Well, I'm more. Let me just clarify something. Whoa, whoa, because I just I just got thought something in my head. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan and super fan. Top two, Jordan and then Kobe. For those of you who follow the podcast enough, I love LeBron, LeBron James as a person. Like how I talked about Cardi and and Nicki Minaj uh, yesterday, you got to separate the person from the artist. So LeBron, I love LeBron as a person. I don't think there's anybody better in the NBA off the court as a family man. The things he does for for black rights, black families, et cetera, et cetera. Love it, but just as a player, I don't like like him as a player. Everybody has their choice of who they like or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying, as a player, he's not my kind of player. I'm not a LeBron James fan on the court. Super talented. But this is why I don't go for Lakers, because I don't want LeBron James to win another ring. I love him. This is just my little fun thing. Super dope guy. Love him. But, yo, I'm just, he's not my cup of tea Kobe. And I didn't even like when he went to the Lakers. I don't think he should have ever been a Laker. No, no, I don't want him to bring LA another ring. I don't want LeBron James to get another ring. I want him to retire at four rings. I want Kobe to have five, Jordan five, Kobe six, and then hopefully we get LeBron out of the conversation as the second best or the GOAT. Nah, bro, it's Jordan and Kobe. So this is my reason why I hate LA for those of you who care out there. Anyways, that's it. That's my time. I'm out. Peace. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Turn Out Loud. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. And then once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code TOL.